0: The Septuagenarian Whiz Kid by Amy Feldman from Forbes Magazine The founders of BitSight Technologies, Stephen Boyer and Nagarjuna Vena, believed they had a hot idea for a startup, a business that could assess and rate the cybersecurity of other businesses. But they also knew that a great idea means little without great execution. So they turned to someone with a record for building startups, Sean McCannan. Initially, the founders thought McConnon, now 72, would make a terrific mentor. But in June 2012, McConnon, who had run three cybersecurity startups and sold them for a combined total of $1 billion, signed on as CEO. Boyer says the founders' decision to bring in McConnon to run the business, they stayed on in technical roles, was an acknowledgment that most startups fail. I rate them high on courage, McConnon says. They knew that I had separated from founders of the three previous companies. Today, BitSight, based in Cambridge, Massachusetts, is in a sweet spot as companies look for ways to reduce the risks of being hacked. BitSight issues daily ratings that are akin to a credit score for security and help companies flag not only their own risks, but also those of the companies they do business with. Vendors, partners, acquisition targets. The risks from third parties burst into public consciousness after the 2013 attack on Target when the credit and debit card data of 40 million customers was stolen through an HVAC vendor. While BitSight faces competition from newer entrants like Security Scorecard and Risk Recon, it retains the advantage of having launched first and raised $95 million. It was recently valued at $340 million. Named to the Forbes 2016 list of next-billion-dollar startups, BitSight has more than 500 customers, including AIG, Safeway, Ferrari, and Lowe's, and has assessed the security of some 70,000 companies. Customers pay on a subscription basis, with annual fees ranging from a few thousand dollars to analyze a single company to more than $1 million to review thousands of suppliers. Forbes estimates Bitsite's revenues will reach $50 million in 2017 and $100 million in 2018, when McConnon hopes to take the company public. He expects it to be profitable by 2019. McConnon has never founded a company himself. Over the past two decades, however, he has sold Raptor Systems to Accent, now part of Symantec, for $250 million dollars, Okina to Cisco for $154 million, and Q1 Labs to IBM for some $600 million. Sean is a unicorn as a CEO, says David Aronoff of Flybridge Capital Partners, who has known Maconan for two decades and who connected him with BitSight. In each case, Maconan, who is worth more than $100 million, joined the business at an early stage, brought in investors, made a marketing push, and negotiated a sale. At Q1 Labs, Maconan changed the direction of the company, taking it from an also-ran in behavioral anomaly detection to a network security alternative to Cisco. Our investors had just invested in us and the category we were in, says Tom Turner, 46, who has worked with McConnell for much of the past 15 years and is now BitSight's president. And Sean went back to them and said, this isn't a long-term market. One of Sean's greater qualities is he does see market trends happening. To those used to seeing tech CEOs in hoodies, McConnon is a throwback. When he's plotting strategy, he likes to sit at the local, a gastropub near BitSight's headquarters, and scribble on the backs of the previous week's menus. He self-published a novel and reads voraciously, passing out books to staff and board members. He gives me so many books it's hard to keep up, says Glenn Solomon, a managing partner at GGV Capital and a BitSight board member. I'd put his energy level and drive against any of our founders and CEOs, despite the fact that he is double the age of many of them. McConnan was born in the Flatbush section of Brooklyn in the 1940s, the son of an Irish-American tank man in World War II and a Czech woman. He was a tough kid who got into fights until the police put him in a program and gave him boxing gloves. I had a chip on my shoulder, he says. He studied biology at Roanoke College, but ended up in computers, becoming employee number 74 at Sun Microsystems. At Sun, he eventually ran sales in Australia and New Zealand, leaving in 1994 with enough money to retire. Instead, he became CEO of his first startup at age 49. I'm not the idea guy, he says. I usually inherit the idea or concept that over the next two years I morph into something that people want and will pay money for.